0: That's classic. We bring you great laughs and a unique behind-the-scenes look at classic television shows and movies. I'm John Cato. I'm an actor, voiceover artist, and also bring you an amazing insight as a moderator with over 20 years' experience in the television industry. Uh, Today is just a real fun one, and and I'm sure there are plenty of people out there that will enjoy this. Um, First of all, our show, I'm going to just say it, it's going to be on Star Trek, and I'm here with um, my close friend, and if anyone's been listening to this podcast, you know him. It's uh, Bob Bergen, uh, Animation Extraordinaire, uh, Voice of Porky Pig, etc., etc., etc. So, Bob, welcome. <laughs> et cetera. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, this should be a fun one, uh, getting a chance to talk about Star Trek. I mean, you know lot of trekkies out there but there's did also- you
1: watch it in the original run or did you get into it in syndication
0: you know i got into it in syndication my um my brother-in-law at which i could dedicate this podcast to my brother-in-law actually um he uh he was out uh he was a big star trek guy um on the original and he introduced uh. it to me really um really so you're yeah, really he- late in the game. Yeah, I was. I was late in the game. I mean, I might have seen it a bit, but he really got me going on it. We actually went to a Star Trek convention together in the 70s uh-huh. uh, with, uh, in Milwaukee, by the way, with uh, Sulu and Chekhov. That's they fun. Both there. I remember to this day waiting in line and, and they had a shot of the bridge. They, they were selling them and I bought one and we waited in line and then there was George Takai and Walter Koenig and they, they signed it right on the um, spot where each of their, you know, pictures were on the, on the bridge with the full crew. And I still have the, actually, it's still at my mother's house in Placid. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So well, I will, I, I rode in a, a, I forget what the town was. I think it was like San Pedro or something, yeah. a, a parade, a celebrity parade. And it was and, and and I like 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 the Hollywood Christmas parade, but yes. in San Pedro, and yeah. in the car was me and Walter Koenig, and Barry Pearl. And you, do you know Barry? Barry was in Greece.
0: Oh he's yeah. A, he, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Been
1: a buddy of mine for years. Yeah, sure. And and Walter, who is one of the nicest guys on the planet, but he he ain't Russian. I mean, he's just he he doesn't sound a thing like like Chekhov. Right. Oh, he was just. Going off on Bill Shatner and oh my <laughs> God! And I'm not gossiping out of out of out of uh, turn here because everybody knows that many of the cast members had they had issues.
0: Oh, definitely.
1: But um, oh, but I have a I have a fun picture of all of us together in the car and and Walter's like you know going off on on. I said, dude, dude first of all, did you ever think that this this thing? was going to be what it is. They brought him on later in the series.
0: Yeah, Because right.
1: Dave, Do you know why they brought him on? Uh, No, no, I don't actually. Because Davy Jones was so big on the monkeys, they needed somebody cute for the girls. Oh, that's right, because
0: he had the haircut like Davy.
1: And he, and he had the little yeah. bob haircut, and they yeah. made him Russian, because they thought, well, you know what? The Cold War is going on. Let's say we're friends with Russia now. Oh. And they basically brought him on to be cute.
0: Oh, that's funny. I, that's right. That's right. I do remember because of the hair. That's right. Yeah. He, I, I mean, I, I don't know how long, but he taught for years. He taught an acting class in Hollywood. Did he? Uh, Yeah. And you know, now granted, no, no offense to Walter Koenig. I have no idea how good he was as an acting teacher, but uh, a couple of the people that I knew that were in his class, they, they just worshiped him. They thought he was just terrific. So well,
1: I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've met him over the years at different fan conventions. We flew, I think to Ontario or somewhere in Canada um, wow. and sat next to each other on a plane and just, and he didn't remember the, the parade, but, um, but he's a, he was very, very sweet, mm-hmm. very, uh, um, I think I, I'm going to say probably even a, a frustrated actor who didn't get to do more.
0: I would agree hundred percent with you. I heard that too. But but let's
1: be honest, you know, if you're doing a franchise like that, where you go from from series and I don't know if you're if, if you're aware, but Star Trek, the motion picture yeah, was okay. supposed to be a series.
0: I didn't No, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Do do they were going to do a
1: Paramount. They were do a Paramount Network. Oh, and wow. they wrote and they wrote a series that they took bits and pieces of the pilot and made it Star Trek, the motion picture.
0: Oh my gosh, you're kidding. I can still picture that movie poster with all the rainbow lines shooting out. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's wild. I didn't know that. So that was supposed to be a television series, not just a movie. It was originally supposed to be
1: a TV series and it became a movie and you know, it was really well received and it did oh, really loved well.
0: It. Loved it. And right. I, and right. I
1: loved it too, but it didn't have the same feel as the original series and Star Trek uh, the, the Wrath of Khan kind of did because it had a little bit more of the humor and it, did. Uh, it was more down to earth. But the original series, I did watch when it was first on, not religiously, but I remember, I think the time slot bounced around, but I just seem to remember it was on Monday nights wow. on NBC at eight o'clock and Lucy was on CBS at nine. And I would have to sit through, my dad would watch Star Trek. Yeah. And I would sit through Star Trek to get to wait for Lucy. And for some reason he didn't like Gunsmoke, which was on before Lucy. So yeah, I like
0: Gunsmoke. Yeah.
1: I loved Gunsmoke. But I loved, again, we're talking at the time it wasn't classic TV, but it's classic TV today. You know but what I, I did, I did watch the first run of Star Trek.
0: Okay. That's actually pretty impressive. I know. I know for sure. Yeah. I watched it later, by the way, really bizarre tie in there about the Lucy thing. Um, I, You know, you got to be a pretty big Trekkie to get in there and know about Lucy's tie into Star Trek. But the truth of the matter is, is Star Trek would not be around if it wasn't for Lucille Ball. I mean, most people. Yeah, she was Desi
1: Desi Desilu produced it.
0: Yeah, they produced it. And she, she was, I mean, when I say a cheerleader, uh, uh, the the, everything for the show, she was it. I mean, the initial pilot, which is, uh, I want to say is called The Cage. It's the one with uh, Pike. Right. Uh, Captain Pike or whatever, he, uh, they, it was a very expensive pilot for the time, extremely. And they were gonna shelve it. And she overrode the board at Lou and said, no, we're doing it and we're gonna do it. So she does it, NBC picks it up, NBC comes back and says, no, it's good, but we, we want another pilot. And the Lou board votes and says, we're not doing another pilot. Once again, she overrides it again and this is the one with Shatner, by the way, the, the right. second version. She overrides it again, and hence, we now have Star Trek. Otherwise, and it, it never used, would have
1: They used a bit of the cage uh, in an episode called The Menagerie. Yeah, I know it. Um, and and it's, it was look, Lucille Ball. Uh, they were also producing Mannix. They did a lot of dramas. Oh, yeah. And, and again, if, like you said, if it, if it hadn't been for that kooky redhead, yeah, this franchise wouldn't exist.
0: No, so she's she was so smart. By, by the way, and I and I, from a comedy standpoint, or whatever. One thing that I find funny, you know, when you said they reuse that, Star Trek, I, in all the years I've been reading about it, or whatever. One of the things I found was so funny is they would go back and they would reuse uh, scenes from other episodes, and they would just put a new backdrop behind it. No kidding. Yeah, I saw one where where. Uh, Shatner actually has the Star Trek badge on the opposite side of his shirt because they reversed the footage. Oh, that's hysterical. Okay. Yeah. And another one. Because no one will ever notice this. Exactly. Exactly. Because their budget, it was so, they were, they just kept cutting and cutting and cutting. And the other one was they would shoot Sulu and Chekhov just doing reactions. Mm -hmm. And then they would just cut them into different episodes. Just recycle them. Yeah. They just recycled them. I mean, come on, that's, that's classic, you know? That's too funny. Um, yeah. Anyhow, I just thought that was so funny that they would do that, you know, that that they would actually take the time. Yeah. You're right about uh, Shatner and, and Nimoy. Um, you know, I, I've heard, you know, they, they were, they were close and then I, and then they weren't so much. There was always I've a lot towards of. The, yeah. I heard towards the end of uh, Nimoy's life,
1: they had had a falling out. I don't know the, the details behind it but yeah they um yeah it seems to me that shatner had a whole bunch of issues with a lot of people
0: yeah there's a lot I, i've heard a lot of the member uh, different uh, cast members say that yeah things were a little bit tense you know now um,
1: contrary to what we talked about on your previous episode about
0: genie yes that was trek, genie, folks the star trek cartoon was good it still is good i've gone back and watched it
1: they it have is, it on
0: uh, cbs all access has it yeah
1: It's really good, and it's written by many of the people that wrote the original.
0: Yeah, and and it's the original cast.
1: It is the original cast, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard a rumor that Leonard Nimoy was very, very busy and didn't have time to go to recording sessions. So if you listen to a whole bunch of episodes, he slightly echoed because his part was recorded in the men's room at LAX.
0: Oh my God. That's very,
1: I don't know if that's really true, but I think that that's something that your fans should say. Oh yeah, that is true. And it was at the United terminal. I don't know. I don't know what part of that is true or not, but I did hear that.
0: Okay. That would be really funny. It's like, it's like, you know, captain grab your phaser flush. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 I love that. You know, um, one of the, one of the another little tidbit here that I, I, I would imagine most fans don't know but Leonard Nimoy's dad was a barber. I don't know if you knew this. or Oh, not. okay. And he was a barber in Boston. And I always thought this was so funny. I don't know why. It just got me. But after the show aired, for years, people would walk into his barber shop and go, I'd like the Spock haircut. Oh, that's kind of sad. I mean- <laughs> Because it's not the most attractive look. It's not, but yeah, that was the you know, and he would give him the Spock haircut, you know, which is a good thing. He wasn't Telly Savalas's father, (laughs) exactly. Get a whole bunch of bald
1: people walking around, but had them
0: all, yeah. But he could have gave them all suckers. That's a that's a good,
1: yeah. That's big. Do you do you know do you know where the the Vulcan uh, live long and prosper? Yeah, the hand thing went came from.
0: No, I'd like to hear about that. In 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 a
1: synagogue, an Orthodox synagogue. What? When, a rab- when, a, when a rabbi is blessing the congregation, when their heads are bowed, he does this.
0: No way. And
1: your listeners can't see me, but I can do it on both th- both hands. And, no. that's, and, okay, and, that's- and then that Leonard Nimoy, who was Jewish, said, How about the Jew thing? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Can you do this? I can do it. Can you
0: do that to this? Do it. We're and doing Back and forth. For and there you go. No, oh, that's good. All right. um, that's close. That's All close. Right. Um, no way. That's where it originates from. Yeah. yeah. Oh, how funny. So, wait let's say that one more time so what is the the jewish trans translation of that uh it's just the rabbi who's blessing the
1: the congregants in synagogue
0: okay so live long and prosper yeah i got gotcha. you Live
1: long and prosper and be annoying and you know <laughs> please your mother and go to college and 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 complain it about a little bit more thought. the rabbi that's,
0: adds a little bit more that's to, right but hey yeah. what the heck yeah there you go you know um So this is totally, totally off, but I I was just thinking about it when you were doing that. One of the the things that I think that a lot of people would be surprised about is the, you know, think of a typical Star Trek episode. They'd have these little explosions that would go off, you know, like behind a rock or something, you know, or the phaser, you know, creates an explosion. Right. Apparently it was no joke. Uh, uh, Apparently Shatner uh, had serious, uh, and he still does obviously, uh, serious, uh, hearing, uh, damage. Yeah. I heard that. Um, yeah. DeForest Kelly, uh, played McCoy and, uh, and Nimoy
1: all all like, like a tinnitus or something like ringing in the ear. Yeah, Yeah, that's correct.
0: Yeah. And Leonard Nimoy said that he had it for like 20, 25 years. He had a, a a constant like little ringing in his ear, you know? So I thought
1: I, I, I don't know if you know Leonard Nimoy got fed up playing Spock. I mean, didn't he either write a book or have a song or something I'm not Spock or something. Oh, like the that. book's
0: excellent. It's a, I I am not Spock. I, I love it. It's a great book.
1: Now, that's an old one, right? Because he mm-hmm. yeah, I think he ended up writing a a nicer sure. one or like, you know, okay, I perhaps Spock.
0: Spock. Yeah,
1: I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But he um, in, in 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 Wrath of Khan, I and I don't know if this is true or not. He agreed to do it only if they killed him off. Oh, wow. Wow. And then he agreed to do three. He said, they said, but we want to bring you back. And he said, only if you let me direct it.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Which, which, by the way, that's one of my very favorite Star Trek movies. That's the one with the whales. I love that.
1: that, no, No, that's five.
0: No, 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 no. Five is the, no, no, no. Three is the one with the whales. Because five Star, was the one that Star Trek Shatner, The Motion Picture,
1: Star Trek The Wrath of Khan, Star Trek Three, The Search for Spock, Star Trek Four, The Voyage Home.
0: Oh, you might have got Star one. Trek
1: Five, the let's 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 find Jesus or something like that.
0: Well, the one was, that Shatner did, I mean, no offense. I mean, I think he's great as Kirk, but the one he directed is
1: that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah.
0: It was crap. Oh god, that was rough. And that was part of that deal with Nimoy directing. Is they said, well, that's fine, but Shatner's people came in and said, then he gets the chance to direct the other one, which was awful. I,
1: it was, but the script was so bad; it was just yeah. such a tear. And then, now I did like the one where they had the the Shatner, uh, the Picard Shatner uh,
0: part. Remember.
1: Yes, it was, like a, it was like a next generation, old generation, let's get together on a generation. And they're on a farm and making eggs. I thought that was great. I love no, that. That was
0: one. a great one. No, I loved it. When, yeah, when you grew up Picard and that was actually, they worked really well off each other. I liked that one. That's that a, was
1: really, really, and, and Shatner dies in that.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he has a he has Which a, he has is like nice... the passing of the baton. Yeah. That's right. Oh my God, that's so funny. I wish I could remember the name of that because my brain is going- was that... Was that just called Generations? I was just going to say to you, was it was it called Generations? Because I was like, Star Trek, the next generation. But the movie is actually called Generations. Yeah.
1: I think it's called Generations because both generations were in it. Right. And then there was one, I think, called First Contact. I think oh, so.
0: That's a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's another good one. Yeah. I actually, I've, I've rewatched those a couple of times. I really like them. Well, you and I
1: have talked about how much we love Picard.
0: Oh, such a good show. So good. Oh, so good. He's, he's, he's fantastic. My God. And it's such, it's, it's just quality TV. Of course, we're talking about Picard, not just the, the actual name of the show is Picard on CBS. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's terrific. Yeah. Um. By the way, going, going off on an, on another one that was funny, they, they um, now we've, we've kind of talked about Shatner and Nimoy and issues and all that. There was another side too. There was a- actually a lot of pranks that were done in the show. Like constantly, oh, yeah. these people were pranking each other. One of my very favorite ones. I don't know if you ever saw, um, uh, I think it's called the Corb- 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 Corbin Might Maneuver. I think that's how it's pronounced. Corb- Corbinite Maneuver, it might be. Um, it. it you, you might remember this one. It was Clint Howard. as He's seven years old for real. Oh, my God. And he plays Balak.
1: I love that one.
0: Yeah. Well, that particular one, which in itself, just the fact that it's Clint Howard, Ronnie Howard's brother playing with that, that creepy you know? with that creepy dubbed voice. Exactly. It's so creepy. It's just it's really weird. And um, but that so that if you can picture that head of Clint Howard or whatever, yeah, the Bob Justman, who is one of the producers on the show, he he finally takes a vacation with his wife and they're, gonna, mm-hmm. they're going to Hawaii, right? They, they get on the airplane, and as they go to sit down, the seat between them, they had Balak's head sitting
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the best. Oh, my God, that's hysterical. That was the head that they saw on, on, on the screen.
0: That's correct.
1: It wasn't really. And then and then and they land on the planet, and it's the kid from Gentle Ben. <laughs> exactly,
0: which really throws them off. Yeah, it, it threw me off too. It was a little creepy. It is. It is a creepy one. I had, I had read, and I, I I vaguely remember him having to drink something in the in the episode, but I guess they gave him a grapefruit juice. And and Clint Howard, he's seven years old. He's like, oh, this is terrible. I cannot. I cannot drink this. And I guess his dad rants. Uh, Ronnie's dad, obviously too. I guess his dad goes, no, you're gonna drink it. It's you know. It's what we signed up for. And you're going to do it.
1: That's 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 a good dad with a little actor kid, you know, because exactly. because today, you know, uh, a Kardashian would be like, OK, I can't drink. The I
0: can't. I just can't do it.
1: Yeah. I need cranberry, but the five calorie kind. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. No, this that I heard, I heard Rance was a good dad. we talked about that on the Andy Griffith. Uh, yeah, and Andy Griffith. You talked about that because because he was just like you know Ron, you're an actor, you're yeah. going to do it right. Yeah, you're going to be you're going to be polite. Yeah. If you don't yeah.
0: want to do this, we don't have to do this. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Pretty insane. I remember that scene was at the
1: very end where he he's giving them cocktails and yes. he goes, "This is Tranya. I hope you <laughs> relish it as much as I." <laughs> and they're like, and they're looking at each other like, "We're not touching this shit." And he goes, <laughs> "Gentlemen," and he takes a big sip. Ah, you know, oh.
0: so yeah And by the that. way, I love what you just did because it's
1: so true he does that. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. We thi- yeah. We think much alike you and I, Captain. He's, oh just, god. I just and, and they're walking around holding this little boy's hand and he's talking <laughs> he's talking like he's some creepy old man.
0: It's so creepy. Oh my god. Anyway, I always love that story. I thought I thought that was a great one. I think another favorite character for me was Harvey Mudd. I don't remember so, Harvey So you watched
1: Discovery?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, 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 with a, new, a new, a
1: contemporary version of Harvey Mudd? Yeah, exactly, it much so good. Was- but but okay, so cool. many of our stories go back to old stories. So my grandmother bought me the plastic genie bottle. Remember I told you that story? Yes, yeah, I remember that. Okay, about the same time she came for a visit and she, you know, grandma always had fun things in her, in her suitcase and she pulls out this fuzzball and she goes, I bet you don't know what this is. I said, that's a Tribble. And my grandmother goes, how the hell do you know that? Oh I So where did God. you get a Tribble? She goes, there was some TV show something, something that was touring at, at the mall and they were selling all these little things and I thought it was cute. No. No, I don't. It was not a real Tribble. It was probably just like a little toy thing. They were selling okay. in, in conjunction with the series and I did not keep my Tribble. I wish I had kept my Tribble. But oh, my okay. grandmother was so mad, I knew what a Tribble was. And I said, it's from Star Trek. She goes, well, who watches that?
0: I'm oh, like, my God. How Everyone watches funny.
1: that. She goes, oh, I've never heard of that.
0: Yeah, the episode's actually, I think, called The Trouble with the Tribbles. The
1: with Tribbles. Yeah. And, and, oh, God, David, what's David's rest? Girardi, Giraldi. He also wrote more Trouble with Tribbles for the cartoon.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. He
1: also wrote most of the episodes of Land of the Lost. He's a brilliant science fiction writer.
0: Oh, my gosh. Another show I loved, by the way. Yeah. Uh, we'll,
1: talk, we'll talk about yeah. Lee Stacks and 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 Grumpy
0: the Dinosaur and all that stuff. Yeah. I, we got to do that. We're going to have to do that on an episode. I
1: had dinner with David, in, I think, in Florida at a fan convention. And he is just the nicest guy on the planet who is wow. just, uh, you know, I mean, you know, he goes to these conventions and he signs, he had trouble with triples, blah, 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 blah. But the bottom line is he's just a genius of a writer and a very funny guy.
0: Wow. And, and isn't that funny? Like here is this ultra talented guy and everybody's like, yeah, well, trouble with the tribbles. That's and by what- the way,
1: the guy who you just mentioned, uh, who was with the head on the plane. Yes. Bob, uh, just, I think he just died. Oh, seriously. I think he was the executive in charge at, um, at Desi Lou.
0: No, I think he was. He was. There were two. There were two guys that, that he, I can't think of who the other one was, but I think one was Bob Justman. I, I know he was an associate producer on Star Trek. I know that.
1: But I think he was responsible with Lucy for keeping it going, and yeah. he also did Mannix and all the all the dramatic shows
0: mm-hmm. that they he's did. Big. No, he's very big. Yeah, he did a he did a ton of stuff. Yeah, but uh, I th- I think he's the one who just passed away. Oh, interesting. I'll have to I think what on.
1: happened was. When Lucy purchased Desi Lu from Desi Arnaz, she made him in charge oh, of production.
0: Wow. I think. Well, you know, what's really ironic about this whole thing is is Paramount buys Desi Lu. And I know there were they were I know that's uh, Lucy did not really want to sell and she didn't want Star Trek to be part of the sale, by the way. That's how much she believed in the is show. Is that right? Yeah. But financially, I don't know exactly what was going on, but she had to sell it in order to kind of keep everything afloat. And I my guess is when Paramount bought that, they weren't thinking, oh my God, we just bought, you know, Alaska, you know, or whatever. They It was just part of the deal, didn't even think about it. And that was probably one of the greatest purchases in, you know, um, television history,
1: really. Well, and also uh, a property that they kept trying to get off the ground, trying to yeah. get off the ground. And then, you know, what was Star Trek, the motion picture, 79?
0: Yep. Yep. It's that was over
1: ten years after the show went off the air. Yeah, and you know, if you think about it, that's not that long ago, relatively speaking. No, but at from that point us. on, <laughs> what's that? I said at least not to us. It's right. But from but from that point on, it was nonstop. Literally nonstop. Yeah. It was non. I mean, right now with with Picard and Discovery, um, and I've only seen season one of Discovery, which I I did enjoy.
0: Yeah, I've seen every episode actually, up to like oh, whatever it is, season. Yeah, three I, and I, episode 10. I love it. I, I love this I show.
1: Ha- I haven't because, so I guess the first episode debuted on CBS proper.
0: Yeah, that's correct. And you. I'm
1: like, oh, I'm in love with this. I'm loving yeah. this show. And we were on vacation in London and Netflix had discovery
0: oh yeah that's right they show it on netflix there that's right
1: well i didn't realize they didn't show it here (laughs) so so i decided to um to download a couple of the episodes to watch on the plane yeah i did i didn't want to watch them all i wanted to you know just like relish them a little bit oh and i got home and i go to netflix i'm like well where's the damn show no netflix in the u.s doesn't have it and i don't have cbs all access
0: oh is that painful So during,
1: during Emmy season, because I am a member of the
0: Television Academy. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Bergen, member of the Television Academy. Go ahead, Bob. You you almost called me Burger there for a second, but that's okay. (laughs) That's all right. Um, So during, during Emmy
1: season, when they give us free access to all this stuff. Yeah. I'm catching up on stuff. That's what I
0: do. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I,
1: I, I think I binged Picard in less than two days.
0: Oh yeah. No, I actually, I think, I think I did too, by the way. Yeah. And, by, and and I
1: just finished watching the first season of discovery on CBS because they were airing it during COVID.
0: That's right. They did. There, well, I did
1: but... I, they probably edited a lot of stuff out because I heard it was very adult and they swore and there was all kinds of sex scenes, but I didn't see any of that.
0: There's not a lot of sex scenes, honestly. It's, it's minor than that, but there is more profanity in the show without a doubt. So I, it was see. good. I
1: enjoyed it. I really, I just, it was a nice, um, a nice flavor. It was a, it yeah. was a nice night. you know, cause it takes place before the first series. Doesn't it?
0: Uh, I believe so. It I'm does sure. because it isn't, isn't, isn't Pike in it. Pike is in it. Yes, you're right. Yeah. yeah. They do a really good job with Pike actually.
1: Well, the-, the thing is that's a more advanced ship than the enterprise.
0: Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well, it's what's got- the deal with that? What?
1: I don't get what's the deal with that. You got the enterprise.
0: I know, I don't know. Oh, I don't... Earlier.
1: Here's this shit. <laughs> right. than the Enterprise.
0: <laughs> right. What are they thinking? What were they I... thinking? I got to tell you, you mentioned or we were talking about Harvey Mudd. Yeah. The actor that played him, uh Wait a minute, I'll get it here. Uh, Roger Roger uh, C Carmel, I think it is. I was going okay, to you, you, you get points for that. Yeah. I uh, just remember that name because I always get mixed up with Caramel and Carmel. But anyway, okay. um Hey, that's a personal thing. Okay. That's right. But um, what I was going to say though, is I thought this was really a funny moment, especially for an actor. So he was quite popular. He still is obviously in the, in the series and they had asked him to come back to do one. And he was, he was, um, uh, already had signed up for this other show. So he sees Gene Roddenberry uh, like months later and Gene Roddenberry's like, Hey, really sorry about uh, the show not going. And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry, I couldn't do that episode. He goes, oh, no, 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 I'm, t- I'm talking about the pilot. He goes, what? They were going to do a pilot. we of- were going to spin off the character? Yeah, it was going to be, a- and Harvey Mudd, the character was going to be a space pirate. And the network uh, turned it down. So oh. he never knew anything about it. Oh, my. And then he runs into Roddenberry, and Roddenberry's like thinking he knows, and he never knew. Oh. Yeah. So they never actually made the, uh, the spin-off. They, they, they never
1: shot the pilot.
0: No, no. And the actor yeah. didn't even know. They, he had he had pitched it to the network and the network uh, decided that it wasn't going to work. They weren't going to go with it.
1: Oh, well. Yeah. Okay, easy. Co- I, I, I understand that that Roddenberry was not a very popular guy amongst a
0: lot of the cast. They found him, would, him to be Michelle just... Michelle a- Barrett, but otherwise no one else. That's right.
1: Well, evidently he there was a lot of cheating involved in that. She talked about that quite a bit. That he cheated on her quite a bit.
0: Well, he was married. I know that Gene Roddenberry was married when he met her. When he met, Miguel. did you ever
1: see the? Did you ever see the, the original pilot of the the Cage? Oh, definitely. Yeah, because a, a lot of it is if you, they, they they put it back together, but the stuff that they didn't have was in black and white. Hmm. And and they edited the whole thing or the together, and she plays number one.
0: That's right. That's
1: and they called her number one, but they didn't use that term, that title number one again until next generation.
0: Oh, wow. That's like, that's wild. I never thought of that. Time. What is
1: your, so what is your favorite episode from the original series?
0: You know, honestly, I'd have, I'd have to go to, um, just because it, always, I always loved the trouble with the tribbles. I mean, when I was at that convention, I told you about with George Takai and that, Yeah, it was so early on that they had barely any Star Trek paraphernalia and they had tribbles <laughs> because obviously you can just have them. Sure. I, I, I never got one, whatever. I got the photo and I got that and I always wanted one. So I don't know, probably that. I don't know if it's necessarily the most entertaining of them, but I can still picture... I think it's Shatner opens up like this panel and they all fall. Oh, yeah. Up. Yeah. And, and there's like, it's like,
1: it's like a storage unit. And I guess they would, they multiply when they eat and they were in the food storage Yeah, exactly. and just billions of them come down.
0: Yeah. I always love that episode. I don't know. I, it's like, that's one that if it's on, I just stop and I sit there and I watch it now. I have many other episodes that are in there, but that one definitely stands out. What about for you?
1: That's 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 a big and but for the my all time favorite is the one where McCoy is kind of psychotic and runs through this little little time warp thing and I ends up in like 1930s or 1940s yes. America with Joan Collins.
0: Wasn't it also like El Al ish kind of things going? No, on? No, that's another one. Oh, that's another one. Okay, I'm that wasn't that wasn't that was there was
1: another one that was kind of gangsterish.
0: Yeah,
1: but but this is one where they. They I don't know, they 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 get a newspaper that she dies and they, ha- they and they have to make sure that she really does die because if yes. McCoy prevents her death, then it could change the course of history.
0: Yes, that's a good one. I do that's remember a, that. That's a, that's a
1: that's a that's a great one.
0: Oh my god, that's a terrific one. You know, hey, by the way, I, I gotta make sure I I I mention this um because I know you're like a fan of like obviously animation, all the shows, but uh, Sherry Lewis, you know, uh, Lamb Chop. Lamb Chop, yeah. yeah. I This is a bizarre little tidbit that I learned. I thought this was wild. There was one called The Lights of, I hope I'm doing this justice, The Lights of Zatar. She wrote it. She wrote the episode? She wrote the episode, yeah. Now the irony is there's a character in there that she, when she wrote it, she envisioned herself playing and they didn't cast her in it. But she did get, they did actually take the episode in and uh, they made it. So
1: who's who's the executive sitting around going? You know, we got to get some writers for this science fiction show. The chick with her hand up the sock puppet's ass on, on Ed Sullivan last week. I bet she can write science fiction. I know. You know what's interesting is, is is I'm not close friends, but I'm 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 kind of pals with her daughter Mallory, who now does Lamb Chop. Oh wow! I want to ask, ask her about that. How the hell did your mom write Star Trek? Did she do anything else? Uh, yeah, not
0: that writing. Not- not with Star Trek. I know she was a huge fan, by the way. Huge fan of the show. That so, is so funny. Isn't that a wild tie-in? I know that was one of the most bizarre things that I, I, I ever saw. I was like, Sherry Lewis, Lamb Chop. That's a wild one. I think the, the other wild one is, um, I don't know if you remember the episode, Plato's Stepchildren. It, oh, uh, yeah. With, with Michael Forrest? Yeah. Playing... I believe that's it. And Nimoy is, uh, God, I can't remember what he plays, but he sings. Yes. Yeah, he sings this song. He's got like this harp thing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I, I pictured like a violin, but you're right. It's like a harp thing. And um, it's called uh, the song. I, I I think once again, I might be doing this injustice, but I think it's called Bitter Dregs is what they ended up naming it. He wrote the song. He wrote the song. Yeah, he actually wrote the song that he sings. And then he, oh. s- he, he put it out professionally on an album uh, after that. I mean, how'd that, how'd that work for him? Well, you know, I'm sure a few Trekkies bought that, yeah. And the rest is history. And the rest is history. Isn't that a wild one,
1: though? You know, years ago, I was at Brent's Deli in Northridge. Yeah. And sitting next, by, next to me, behind me, is Leonard Nimoy and his family mm-hmm. having matzo ball soup. Oh. And I wanted so badly just to go up to him and say, I'm just a big fan of your work and be that guy. But I but I didn't because I just didn't want, he's having dinner with his family and I didn't want to bug, bug him. And then he passed away not that long afterwards. And I thought nice. oh, I should have said something.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely that I know. It's always those opportunities that you look back at and you go, seriously, what was I thinking? What an opportunity? Well, what I really
1: wanted to say is, isn't this interesting? The guy that plays Mr. Spock, who created the Vulcan Live Long and Prosper, based on Jews, is eating Jewish deli. (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. I just thought it was like going full circle.
0: And then he looks at you and he goes, I'm sorry, what do you mean live long and prosper was based on a joy?
1: <laughs> He's right? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> that would have been and, really funny. And I would have said, We have so much in common. I'm fucking
0: <laughs> 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 oh, that's actually really funny. I um his son, by the way, put out that um that documentary about what two years. It's ago? great. It's terrific.
1: It is so freaking good. That's on, I think, Netflix right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. that's where I saw it. I want to, I, I want to say that is I am Spock. Maybe the title I think you're of- right. I think
1: you're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, that's- it is really. It's a love story. It's just a really, and, and he talks about all of the, um, you know, the the his his dad's history of wanting to get away from the character, then embracing the character. Right. But, um. But in Leonard Nimoy. I mean, right after Star Trek, he did uh, Mission Impossible. Oh, I and know. Also, also Desi Lu, but a totally separate character, totally different character.
0: Right. Right. That's, by the way, that's a show we should do too. Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible.
1: That would be an okay. interesting one. So, so again, we're talking, shows don't have theme songs anymore. Right. Right. You know, the Star Trek theme song. Oh yeah. Kylie, do you know the lyrics to the Star Trek theme song?
0: No, no, I don't. I can't, no I, can't I can't. I always think them. we're no man's gone before. That's all I my brain. I can't quote them, but it's, it's, it, it, it doesn't rhyme.
1: It's stupid. Right. It's just, it's, it's. I know his journey. Oh yeah, that's right. Won't end or goes goes on forever. It's, oh, it's so, it's so lame, and I don't. I don't even know why it even exists.
0: Right, right.
1: It Most is. Most of these shows had lyrics, but they just like I think Bewitched has the lyrics. Oh really? Yeah. yeah I don't but know they, why they they, exist. they just know. In fact, if I think Bobby Darren might have recorded this. Bewitched, bewitched. <laughs> she's got me in her spell. Oh so, so Star Trek has them too, but you know who cares.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I have to say, uh, both, well, Leonard Nimoy made a little bit, but William Shatner, he recorded a few albums. Oh, my God. Is um,
1: awesome. as, as, oh, uh, was yeah. it Rocket Man? Yeah, Rocket Man. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's going to be a long, long time. Oh, it's, 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 and he, I think he honestly got in his heart thought. It was just beautiful art.
0: Oh, I think it was too. I think, I think it was too. What's funny is his acting went so well with the Kirk. Uh, character, but it is funny how he's like, you know, Spock. I can't do it. Like well, it's no so staccato at
1: times. He had this way of talking that he paused in the middle of sentences for no reason, Spock. And <laughs> and, 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 and and I don't think at that time he put it on. I think no. today he puts it on. I think today he's like, I can play that character.
0: Right. It works. I don't think he was either. I, I totally agree with you. I do. Well, you know what? We probably should wrap it up. Um, yeah. It's have- always fun with you, Kato. Yeah, it was a blast. I really enjoyed it. And uh, we will definitely have to uh, look into maybe Mission Impossible. Mission, or, maybe or, Witch, or, or, or Land of the Lost. Land of the Lost. I mean, we've got a lot we got we to gotta go through. But uh, luckily, we have other podcasts to do.
1: Did I did I tell the story on your show where I I I snuck onto this Next Generation set and, and sat in Picard's chair and laid down and, and okay let's
0: let's let's tell us that story real quick before okay. we go off how all do we right. let that go
1: all right so I'm I'm working on a film at Paramount I think it was called Flood of the Intruder and I'm doing the voice of all the American pilots just oh, as wow. they're going by and during lunch I wander into the soundstage and it's the Next Generation set. Oh, wow. And it's completely empty, and I sit in Picard's chair, and I go to sick bay, and I lay and I lay down, and I stand in the transporter room, and I just stand there, oh, and I say, oh, cool. "Guys," and I'm laying in, in sick bay, and this, this security guard comes up, and he goes, "You're not supposed to be in here," and I said, "I'm so sorry, I got lost. I, I I'm spo- I I I I just I'm, there's there's there's, a, there's stars out there in the wind. I don't. i I'm, how the hell do I get out of this this soundstage?
0: Oh my god. I'm
1: looking for the recording stage. I'm doing voiceover work on a movie." And he goes, well, you're not supposed to be here. I said, well, where were you? He goes, what do you mean? I said, well, weren't you supposed to be here? And he goes, okay, don't tell my boss I wasn't there. So I, I won't tell if you won't tell. And he let me go.
0: Oh my God. How cool is that sitting in the chair? I was, I, I was extremely impressed with, with the
1: set for the bridge because the, the railings, you know, so you got the Picard's chair here and there yep. were railings behind him Yeah, were solid wood.
0: Oh, wow.
1: And like, 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 and, 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 you know, uh, shellacked like, like a, like a, like a, like a, ship, wow. but it was like a, like a, like a, like a, uh, a, boat ship, but it was, I was just very impressed at how sturdy the craftsmanship was. Cause you know, sets are usually like, you know, cardboard and right, like, right. crapola.
0: Was the chair comfortable?
1: The chair was quite comfortable and it was actually kind of large. Oh, wow. It was, but it was very comfortable. Kind of, it, it swiveled a little bit.
0: Oh, that's cool. But there
1: was nothing in the, in, the, in, the, in the viewfinder. It was just like, it was, it was just a, a, an empty circle and you could see to the other side of the soundstage.
0: Oh, wow.
1: That's so crazy. And the conference room, yeah. you know, in the conference room where you'd see stars going by? Yeah. That was actually a black piece of felt with little pinholes and they would shine lights and they would move the black felt to look like the ship was moving with, with the lights going by. Now, I think that that was early on because later on they would use like
0: blue screen. Oh, is that wild?
1: That was that was pretty yeah. cool. That was really really cool.
0: Oh, that is cool. Oh wow, that's kind of a cool little. All right, tit- John, I gotta go. I
1: gotta <laughs> go, baby. I gotta go. I gotta
0: right. go. Bob, I had a ball. I, I will talk to you soon, and we will do many more. Wait till
1: we get. Wait till you get all the letters where people correct us on everything we've said.
0: Exactly. You know it's sure. coming. All, all right. right See you. Bye.